footballs with a watch, morning curry and PlayStation 4 anniversary celebrations, this is the PlayStation Access Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where this week it has been 10 long, grueling years of PlayStation 4. Yay! It's been the best time. I love PlayStation 4 so much. Yeah, it's just amazing. There's so many incredible games that have come out in the PS4 generation and still now that come out on PS4 as well. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, it's the console that could. It really is, yeah. <laughs> and the console that still can. I know. Oh, yeah, oh, baby. Such a little darling. So as it is PlayStation 4's 10th birthday, happy birthday, PS4. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're going to be putting together our perfect selection of PS4 games, some of our favourites, some that fit into specially devised categories. Ooh. Ooh. All mm. sorts of just great games for you to play or look up or, you know, just think about if you've already played them and you think, I'm going to think about it. Yeah, bit. just but have a little think. I don't have know. A little thing. I don't know what you want to do. Let's have a I don't check, know what yeah. you want to do with your games. <laughs> you, I would suggest playing them mostly or replaying them. But yeah, we're just going to be taking a trip down memory lane, looking at our favourites and devising our own perfect library of five PlayStation 4 games, yes. which is like the mini the mini special. So I'm yeah. excited to uh, to do that and yes. put it together. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. It's okay. <laughs> You're just you. that excited. <laughs> birthday time. Oh. Birthday time is when you've got to yell. It is. And I tell you what, I will be yelling. Your names. Oh, yes. oh we have names, of course. It's we birthday. have names. <laughs> <laughs> it's birthday inspired names. So. Oh, no. No. I didn't come up with these this week. Really? Secret Boss did them. Secret okay. Boss, okay. Secret Boss got into my got into my document before I did the names and and wrote some in. And you thought he didn't he done a good job. I just thought, you know what? I can't I'll be read bothered. Them out. I'll read them out. <laughs> I'll read them out. Give Secret Boss a shot. Can yeah. I just say right now, I better not be Birth Dave. Well, it's a good job you're not Birth Dave. Okay, good. Your Birth Dave suit. <laughs> okay. Wait, fair. really? Is that yeah. fun? <laughs> oh, God's sake. Birthday oh suit. Oh, my God. Brilliant. How many times have you had birthday puns? Like Just you- every time it's my birthday. Oh. Someone's birthday. like, it's your birthday. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's literally me. Sorry, I think I did that this year. It's everybody. Oh. Honestly, don't worry. Oh, no, I'm a normie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I've got birthday bash Millman. Okay. That is a stretch. <laughs> He's not tried here. <laughs> well, this this is the best one. So, um, he's put two down. Okay, and it's Rose VP Caddick, like RSVP. That's oh. really bad. <laughs> it's really Rose bad. V- I was just like, what is that VIP? What is yeah. this? What's the other one? The other one is Blowsy out the candles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one gets my vote. Blowsy out the candles. Blowsy out the candles. <laughs> So there we go. There's a little birthday celebration Woo! of our names oh, as well fantastic. to go with PS4 because we're all a little group together. Uh, so to give you a little preview of what we're going to be talking about in this podcast, we have a main feature, which is where we'll be discussing our PlayStation 4 goodies. So get ready for that. I'm ready. <laughs> Prepare. <laughs> we then got comments of the week, which are community highlights from the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. Squad. Oh, yes. We're then going to go to Before We Go, which is some coverage outside of gaming to prove we are real-life flesh people. Honest. But first, I've got to ask the question. The question eternal. For the past 10 years, I've asked this question. What's new? I've only been here three years. 
So, what's new this week? I'd love to know. I thought I'd start off with a, a little-known game that I've been playing. <laughs> just a little dabble. You're in. so niche. Oh, I just, who, who would who would have thought of this game? I don't know. Out of Wake Two. Oh, but you've been playing it as well, Dave, haven't you? I have been playing it. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am lagging behind. I will admit, but mm. I am. I don't know if I want to say like unexpectedly loving it. Um, I'm loving it loving it like like in spite of myself yeah despite the horror like uh, I think you and I did a stream of it which I really enjoyed and I think I said then it's it's does that thing that some horror games do that enabled me to play them which make which is the story and the mechanics are really compelling and I and they're more compelling than the scares so far at least for me which means I can just about like even if I have to take a, a few days break the, there'll be something in the back of my mind going, come back. You want to know <laughs> what happened? What's you going enjoyed on? this, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Has, she been, has she been to Bright Falls before? Don't you want to find out? And I'm like, oh, I do want to find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it's just amazing, isn't it? So this this came out on the, the 27th of October. So for our last podcast, it just released. And yeah. now we've had a bit more time with it. And Oh, my goodness. It's the best game in the world. It's the best game in the world. <laughs> Sorry, every other game well, in the world. Uh, yes, we pack up. Yeah, then. I think that's, that's it. it. That's yeah, it now. I've done it. Uh, I'm just having the best time. Like it is, it is gorgeous. It is so pretty, even though all of it's like nightmarish, horrible mm. woodland, and it's wet and this kind of orange and sunsetty. It, oh my goodness! Like it's just like night, wet night, so much. Yeah. But it's like done so well and beautifully. Like I feel like I really am in like a forest or in the the North Midwest where it's all pine trees and David Lynch sipping on his coffee you know what i mean i i just it's it's gorgeous and the story itself is so twisty there's so much duality to it between saga anderson and alan wake and saga is an incredible character like to introduce someone to such a beloved fan favorite franchise that is literally named after the main character and for her to fit in so well she's so great yeah i like and and be so compelling like i actually have gone through more of saga's story than alan's because i'm like Go on, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see what's going on here. She's uh, I, I like she could just have her own game, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm loving like her, the character. I'm loving going to her mind place. I love that so much. That seeing the organization, putting the clues up on the board, mm. thinking about what it means, seeing like one thing lead to another, and the questions you ask. It's like it's so methodical and organized. We're not dull at mm. all, and it's like really tactile and pretty. Mm. Um, like I hope she just gets a spin-off a, a whole series I just want her to investigate crimes with Saga basically yeah I would be I'd be loving that yeah oh Rosie I think you'd really like it from what I've heard time. literally from what everyone's been saying I haven't had time to play it recently or start it but from what I've heard it sounds right up my street I've heard mm. it's got like Resident Evil remake mechanics and I love just a a spooky sort of like psych- from what I can tell it's like quite a psychological horror as well mm. here and there yeah. um, and things like that so I'm fully just like Oh yes, I, I, really, I really want <laughs> yes, to try this out. Yes, got, please. Like speaking of Resi, it's got a real cast of colourful characters as well. And they're not like Resi characters, mm. but they're they're larger than life. Some of them are larger than life and quite uh, quirky, mm. and it's quite funny and in that way as well. But then obviously it's like also really dark and spooky and scary and horrible, and it's like <laughs> it's really interesting like that balance. I think. Yeah, so it's made in Finland because obviously Remedy are a Finnish development company. Yeah. Um. So having kind of all of these Finnish characters in there and having that sense of humour yeah. from like obviously Sam Lake is his mind is behind this and he's mm. got like a quirky sense of humour. His he's, face is on it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's very inspired by like you know David Lynch and all of the weird quirks of that and seeing that kind of with a Nordic twist is is, is really cool it's really yeah. interesting and like having watery as little Finland in, in amongst all of these like small town American characters that are very much like you know I work at the diner and I do this yeah. and I'm a little goofball truck like, stop yeah and deer hunters exactly and, yeah. yeah like the the big characters born from small places in it and that's very much the vibe of it um but yeah, it's just, oh man, I'm just loving it so much. I love being in there. I love collecting all the collectibles. I love how everything ties into a wider meta narrative and also back out to like the side stories as well. Like everything's interwoven really yeah. thoughtfully. Like it's not just go and do this, go and do this. Um, here's a quest, here's a fetch quest. Like there's none of that. It's all very, it's all very thought out. It is like playing a movie, mm. but with all the fun of all the interactive bits as well. So. I must say, I'm so pleased that I played Anon Wake first yeah. as well I think you will I don't know if you've played Alan Wake Rosie but I think if you haven't you'll still really enjoy it it you know sets out what's going on it's fine but like going going back and seeing all those places like I, I keep wanting to just load up Alan Wake mm. and go to those same places and see how they've recreated it and yeah. um, and how they've kind of yeah just remade those places it's it's really great and it's it's yeah. um something I don't I don't know I don't feel like I've experienced very often especially yeah. like with that bigger gap for like sure 13 years right it's a long time exactly yeah the 13 years thing is the most impressive part because I think God of War and God of War Ragnarok do it really well but like that was nowhere near as long a development time as this one yeah and I also think how Remedy tie in control and kind of their wider game catalog like the Max Payne influences as well like it's it's just wild like if you're a fan of control you will love Alan Wake 2 and if you love Alan Wake 2 you will love Control Dave okay you will I hear you you gotta play it alright he's gotta do it he's gotta do I'm it sorry so also out recently it's like a dragon guide in the man who erased his name yeah that, that is out on the, the 9th of November it's the 11th of November when this podcast goes out Rosie so it sits somewhere between Yakuza 6 and like a dragon infinite wealth am I right yeah so it takes place from after the events of Yakuza 6 um, it basically sort of goes into what happens to Kiryu after the events of Yakuza 6 <laughs> um, and then just before it's also leading up to Infinite Wealth which I don't really know fully yet because I haven't finished it as we're recording this podcast um, but already I've seen moments where you know Yakuza Like a Dragon's been mentioned as well there was a character being like oh there was a, a guy with big fuzzy hair and he had a, a crawfish on his shoulder and stuff like that and I was like that's Ichiban that's all about Ichiban right there um, so there's like it's sort of running alongside the events as well as um, Yakuza Like a Dragon but primarily it's after the events of Six um, and just what Kiryu's doing after that to lead up to the the future seven and eight yeah you so you've been playing this haven't you that's why I've not been on Alan Wake two yeah so yeah. Uh, this is yes this is the reason why I haven't been on Alan Wake two because I had to do my little priorities I'm afraid um, <laughs> I, had to, I had to I had to just be like I'm sorry Alan my man needs me uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah so I haven't got that far into it at time of recording I'm around half well I'm guessing halfway through chapter two so I'm just at the phase where a new mechanic is or not like just something new you can do in the open world has opened and I'm really enjoying it so far I'm really enjoying the uh 
like uh, Kiryu's got these new gadgets and things like that because he's taken on a bit more of a secret agent sort of Ooh, role in this. Uh, okay. That's all I'll say for now. So, so far, the only ability I've got is this watch mm. and it's so cool because literally you can use it to tie up enemies and then you can swing them about and things like that. And also in the world, you can use it just to grab, you know, if there's a, a kid who's kicked his football and, and the poor, <laughs> in the, on the poor ceiling or the roof and stuff, Kiryu, you can just go... And then and hit just, him with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can steal that football yeah. and uh, you can sell it and that's... You can so that way, yeah, yeah, then great. boom, get some money coming in. It's just really nice to be back in this world. I feel like we've been blessed in recent, well, kind of in the span of a year because in February we had Like a Dragon Ishin. Now we've got the man who erased his name. And then in January, we've got a little game called Infinite Wealth coming out, which I'm very excited about. But um, so we've had like three games kind of coming out in the span of a year, which is yeah, it's crazy, which is brilliant and brilliant for, for fans and for everyone. Everyone should play these games. Um, so for me, it's just nice just to, to be back in the world just having fun with Kiryu the story's really interesting and gripping as well like every cutscene I'm always like okay what's happening now what's it mean what's it mean what's it mean Um, and yeah it's just a really good fun time at the moment thoroughly enjoying it nice oh I'm glad you're having such a good time I just don't know enough about Yakuza to to comment I always look at it and think that looks so fun and they're a lot of fun it's like even if you just run around the world and then some people are like oh I'm gonna take this guy on what is one man and little do they know it's Kiryu so he's just gonna go in there and just beat them all up and it's just so much fun with his watch with his watch with yeah. His, yeah and now with additional watch and uh, <laughs> like, the man who erased his face yeah with his, with his watch with, with his football watch. that he stole yeah. from the tree <laughs> wipe that face right off thing so we've also got coming up this month as well on the 17th of November there's Persona 5 Tactica which I know you played as well Rosie yes. and I sat behind you and was like hmm very interesting <laughs> yeah. uh, so can you give us a little breakdown of that one as well yeah so it's uh, like a turn-based strategy game if you've played games like XCOM which I know you've played a lot of Dave Um, so it's that with um, but it's expanding more on the Persona 5 story so there's a a new character that gets introduced as well I've only played a little bit of it when we went to Gamescom so I can't fully talk about it in like great in-depth knowledge but from what I've played it was just a really if you like strategy games it's a really fun strategy game and if you like Persona hey it's more Persona 5 so you know more story more characters more fun times and uh, it's got like a little chibi art style as yeah, well so yeah. it just looks really really cute as well I'd be really interested to give that a go mm. I think I haven't played much Persona 5 well I've played hours of Persona 5 but uh, you know that is scratching the surface yeah but I do love just strategy games and yeah. that kind of thing so that would really interest me it's interesting because you have Persona 5 Strikers which took the more um, like Dynasty Warriors approach where you have yeah. hordes of enemies and you just go in there slashing them and now we're going for the more strategy approach so yeah. it's just really interesting to see Persona trying out these you know, just fun different little genres. different genres and things like that as well. Yeah, I tried Persona Five for the first time the other day. Oh yeah, I only played a little bit of it, um, but I was I was that man uh, <laughs> in going to school. Yeah, uh, it's more of a boy. Yeah, and I ate some morning curry. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Living your best life. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just having morning curry. Best life. What could go wrong with that? Exactly. I Yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. I um, I didn't get really far into it, but it was, I, I, it was one of those ones where I could sense the time slipping away from me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like trombone shot, like in the jaws where yeah. I was like, oh my God, I can see time and space. Like, and I, 200 hours later, I'm still going to be here doing this. Yeah. So I need to stop now. It like, has a really, um, I'm going to say difficult save system, which yeah. I, I think I played about like an hour and a half mm. and 
and forgot to save oh. and oh. lost the hour and a half because you can only save at certain points uh-huh. and um that made me sad yeah. so don't do as i do but like honestly like I think I was probably like I don't know I reckon I've played 12 or 15 hours of it and I'm still like nowhere yeah just yeah. right at the start yeah but it's great You've I really enjoyed it as well though. I have had some morning curry I've yeah. had my fair share <laughs> never always start a day with morning curry mm. I just think it's a great idea I would love I would love someone to make me morning curry every morning go downstairs have a katsu curry go, yeah. go to school oh that would be great <laughs> I just love it so you'd like a chef yeah (laughs) we'd all like chefs i think i think i'd get you know when you have like cereal you're like oh another day of cereal i feel like i'd be like that about curry in the end yeah i'd be like oh god i think you can be like that about anything anything that's just you can have every day or whatever it's like "Mm." my my lobster tails and caviar (laughs) 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 oh not this again morning caviar that would be fishy it would be it would be fishy right i am going to move us on to our main feature now where we're going to talk about ps4 games speaking of fish because we're diving into the waters <laughs> oh ps4 that games does not work what was that i don't know just imagine we're on a desert island again like we did with ps5 okay and i imagine like every time i imagine a desert island i imagine it's so beautiful crystal clear waters yeah, where you can see and all the fish shoals yeah. of beautiful fish exactly <laughs> and there's palm trees and coconuts and also uh built-in built plumbing yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah and a chef yeah. making me morning curry exactly yes. <laughs> perfect and I, I, yeah and then we can have lobster tails and caviar oh, perfect done. there we are okay. well done it did work let's go to the main feature Okay, we're here. It's time to talk about the best PS4 games ever. There's so yeah, many. Yay! Let's go. I'm excited for this. Yeah, this is actually really difficult. Yeah. Genuinely. It's so sport. Literally 10 years worth of games. So the actual anniversary for PlayStation 4 turning 10 years old. Oh my goodness. Double yeah. digits. Well done, little guy. Is November the 15th in the US and it's November 29th in the UK. So Because yeah. we got ours a little bit later. We did. We got ours a little bit later. A little Christmas present still. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're working to those dates, everyone. Okay. Just so you know and we are going to be looking at our favourite PS4 games to put together the Dream PS4 collection ultimate some might say as we said <laughs> in previous uh, podcast episodes just like we did with our, the best PS5 games this is going to be the, the PS4 version but I have brought some categories to this to try and make it a little more manageable as yes. there are so many great so games many. Yeah. so the deal is we're each going to bring some games to the table for, for the category name and debate it out as to which one okay. we're going to be taking to the hypothetical desert island that I've decided that is part of this now. Yeah. So, you know, we can only go, there's only five PS4 games. If you sent someone to the island, you have to package up five games to send with them. Yes. Desert island downloads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. nice and IP friendly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. I think it's adjacent. It's adjacent enough. Yeah. Hmm. So for the, the, the first game, I figured, wow, it's a beautiful island. But what else would I be rather looking at? The TV. So what's beautiful on there? The most beautiful game. Great. Wow, you're on fire today. This is just rolling off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really difficult one. I, I don't, I'm going to say that for every category, actually, so yeah. that's a stupid thing to say. Um, I I think that... Oh, man, you could say so many. I, mean, I really think PS4... I remember right from the off, it yeah. was like, wow, games look amazing. I remember... Like Killzone Shadowfall, a launch title, and straight away it was just 
unbelievable infamous second son came out not in i think in the first year of ps4 god do you remember yeah all the, just crazy the, the fire effects of, and yeah. smoke effects it's like right from day one ps4 has had like amazing looking games mm. in, in ways that maybe the earlier consoles didn't didn't so much sorry <laughs> i would pick a game i think i'm gonna have to pick a game it's by a really small studio called naughty dog and mm. they made a game called uncharted 4 which i oh. think oh. it's it's you should you'd like it yeah. you should look into it um uncharted 4 it's it's a bit of a cheat because it goes all around the globe there's like there's underwater there's beautiful desert island sections there's like the scottish highlands mm. there's italy in like an old castle um there's tombs and there's tombs you say madagascar it's madagascar naughty dog are famous for many things one of the things is the the incredible attention to detail in their games mm. um and i could easily have have chosen um the last of us part two uh but i think just in terms of just because it's kind of gratuitously beautiful i think the point part of the point of uncharted is that sort of swashbuckling going to these amazing places and just going wow i'm in this amazing part of the world yeah you can have the history and the sense that like i couldn't go there in real life um so for me i think uncharted 4 i think you can go to madagascar no, I know you can actually go to these places in real life, but it's more like, you know, you'd have to, it would cost a lot of money. I'm just and then, silly. Okay. I'm just being silly. But it's sort of, it's still like, um, it's like wish fulfillment, I yeah. suppose. In as much as, you know, there are other amazing places that you actually couldn't go to in games, like the moon or Skyrim. <laughs> mm. But um, it's like the wish fulfillment of wanting to go to these amazing locales all around our actual world and just getting to bring that into the home. And yeah. I just think it's just, they're just incredible. Or to the island, bring it into the island. Bring it to. The, that's where we're going to be. Download it on the yeah. desert island. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I think I think that's a great show. I I picked a, a couple. Yeah. To to bring to this hypothetical table. Here it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little table you got there. For the listeners at home, Ash indicated a table. Yeah. But it isn't actually here. I mined it with my hands. <laughs> I. I actually brought up a game that I don't think I bring up that often, but Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, um, yeah. Obviously, oh, I, know, I know it's beautiful and everyone else has spoken it on the channel a lot, but like, I think just for the peace and tranquility and the gorgeousness of that mm. world and yeah. like being able to just sit and do a haiku and watch some like petals float around. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Like the cinematic battles, like that one where you're in a little pond with all of the, the lanterns floating across yeah. it. I just think it's, amazing and i think just that zen feeling you get from it like there's very much beautiful landscapes where you're like oh my god this is amazing oh my god my breath is taken away oh my goodness oh my goodness and then i think with ghost of tsushima like you get that feeling but it's just it's constant like it's a constant sense of like peace and calm and then when you are actually fighting enemies you're like get out of my beautiful field like you you want to restore the beauty and tranquility to the land it feels so at one with this natural world that i would be remiss to not mention it i also need to say god of war because it's gorgeous yeah I, I mean, just gotta say it I just gotta say it I've gotta I know, put it out there I know this is so difficult yeah. I, I, there are so many gorgeous games what, where are you going Rosie well I went I'm glad you asked Dave <laughs> I went for a different angle with this but I also genuinely think this I think this is one of the most beautiful games ever mm. and I actually chose Cuphead because oh. I think Cuphead is such a stunning game. Yeah. Um, like everything is all hand drawn it's all you know animated like the animation details are so 
gorgeous in it. If you just pause it at any moment, you just look at what the enemies you're fighting are doing. They have so many expressions and so much movement. Every single thing in that game has so much wonderful detail that I just think is absolutely stunning. Um, and not even like, you know, just the characters who you play as and fight, but also the backgrounds as well. There's a whole variety of creative backgrounds and um, like just references to old animation and things like that. So I just think it's, when I just think of a beautiful game, I, I, I'm, tr- I was trying to think of like my art books and things like that that I've got at home. And I think Cuphead is one of my favorites mm. because I just love, I can just keep on looking at all of the designs and the behind the scenes of how they animated things and stuff so much. I just think it's a, it's a gorgeous game. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I, because I, I thought I was like, oh, you've got like Ghost of Tsushima and Uncharted 4 are fantastic shouts. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw a, a different angled beautiful game in the mix as well so I yeah so I yeah. was thinking Cuphead I think that's a great show I, I put Mundorn down as well as like a personal one which I know you guys are going to be like what? Uh, but it's uh, it's like a little indie horror game where everything's hand drawn but like you, it, it's like hand drawn and then put across the models so everybody looks kind of weird and like yeah. even the sky is like a big scribble but loads of like different pieces put together and the way they've put it together is, is just absolutely crazy and it's it's just it's gorgeous it's, it's so crazy creepy and so effective and nothing is like it's not like playing like a, a resi game where it's like a big monster in your face it's like all just very subtle little creatures or some things that look a bit wrong because they've been drawn that way yeah. oh i don't know it's gorgeous and i think cuphead is a, a brilliant shout because i know like the style of animation they use is is like legit as well as yeah. it? it takes mm-hmm. months to be able to actually which is why the the cartoon was a little bit differently animated because it takes so long to be able to put the yeah. things together yeah um, yeah. I'm going to shout out The Witness as well then if we're doing like slightly left field yeah. it's like you know it's a very um, uh, like a caricature of, mm. of the real world yeah. but and, and it's kind of like they've just pushed the saturation right up it's just really lovely beautiful colours it's a sunny world um, with beautiful ocean and sky and you know I don't I think it's I don't think it's doing anything particularly clever but I just think that with like you said about Ghost of Tsushima mm. the sort of quietness of the world is slightly eerie despite being so beautiful um, it would be another shout from I can just see it every time as soon as we as soon as you said you know beautiful PS4 game I can I can just see it in my head yeah um, it's it's my kind of go to it's just so bright and um, it scares me it is scary I mm. find it really it scary. Is scary it is scary look it's take, it took me a long time to be kind of comfortable that there wasn't going to be a scare yeah. but there's still I'm still like what is going on here Yeah. why is it this way like it is, there is this whole air of unknown mm. but just if it's just my eyes just it's a treat for the eyes I yeah, think for sure it just, but yeah. the atmosphere is uh, yeah. it is really you, you creepy you go in you're like oh it's really pretty where are the beasts it's probably like partly why it's why it's so unsettling mm. is because it is so pretty it's mm. like you 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 it's almost like you're being made to feel comfortable mm. in a place you know isn't comfortable. Yeah. It's like, come on, it's beautiful. Look at all the colours and the yeah. sunshine. And it's like they've just painted over what's actually unsettling mm. about it. It's really, really clever. Well, if everyone else got a second pick, I'm just going <laughs> to slide in and just say also Persona 5. Yeah. Oh, God, gorgeous. No, sorry, you don't get a second. <laughs> but that's not yeah, fair. Uh, no, Persona 5 is a great shout. Yeah. And it's not I just, just wanted to slide it in there. I was like, that's not also... just the aesthetic, but like just the menus and stuff. Yeah. It's so cool. All the, the UI is just so stylish. So stylish. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Oh, glamorous. Well, Obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn, we have to say it. Yes. It's made to be beautiful. We're just yeah. listing all of them now. I know. We've already 
already failed. It's category one, and we've really failed at this. God, so, everybody say their final one. Uh, My final one's Uncharted Four with Thief Ten. Okay, well, if we're all going to say our own, we can't say our own. No, is- no, but I mean, like, what is our pick? Because oh, we've all okay. said like three games okay. now and gone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, mine was Uncharted Four with Thief Ten. I think Sashima would be yeah. the one I offer. I think. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my, my personal bit was Cuphead, but... Okay, you know, that's fine. That's what we... And we'll vote. Now we're going to vote. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant that we're voting now. No. Okay, no, sorry, yes, Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we've said so many games. Yeah, okay, yeah. now let's vote. Okay. Now let's vote. So we do three, two, one, and then say out of those three. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Uncharted Ghost of Oh! oh. I, started, I started starring because you both said Uncharted 4. I was like, Ghost of Tsushima. I, th- it, I don't think we can decide, can we? We can't really decide. Well, no, it mm. wasn't like yeah. It's the, just they were all great, like great picks. I just re- I just remember with Ghost of Tsushima just running around, just being like this world yeah. is just stunning. The thing I love about Ghost of Tsushima, it, uh, from a, an aesthetic point of view, is that it is like aesthetic. Mm. I think Uncharted Four is based on the real world, and like mm. it is heightened in that sort mm. of matinee cinema way, but. Um, Ghost of Tsushima's whole thing is like Japanese cinema mm. like that opening shot well, you know when you or not opening shot but when you first get the, the title shot when yeah. you're riding over the field um, with all the uh, blossom and it's like everything is so considered yeah. mm. as to be like they really want you to see how beautiful the game is yeah so. well that you have a filter that makes it a Kira Kurosawa right. mode like and yeah. everything looks like a shot from his film it's yeah. bonkers yeah my goodness you know one of the the facts about one of his films I'm going to tell you and I, I stupidly can't remember the name of the film but it's um, just a, a testament to the work that he puts into all of his set dressing he would make sure that like if they were using a tea set or had cupboards they would all be filled with props and basically time accurate props as well so they they would get cups of tea and they would like pour like thousands of cups of tea into them to make them like used oh and all wow that sort of thing. like he was very ritualistic with the way that he put oh, sets wow. together um, like every cupboard always had things in all the houses were always built like in, in sort of ways that would reflect the time period yeah. he, he was so much attention to detail but I remember the cup of tea one I remember writing that in a list somewhere and was like Goodness gracious. That's a really yeah. cool fact. Yeah. But her man's loves his tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next category I've got is another another hard one. <laughs> They're all hard. Yeah. The most replayable. Oh, this one is hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I am going to start first on this one because I ha- like I don't replay games really. No, me like, neither. If I choose to replay a game, it's it's you know I've got to really like it and want to put in another 20 hours into it Um, so I usually play things once and I'm like yeah that was good like uh, or or if it's something that's got like a few challenges to it I'll play it for an extended period and then I'll probably leave it for a bit and and I probably won't come back but the one that I do replay regularly and that I just have fun with and I'm back on at the moment is Crypt of the Necrodancer oh brilliant I just like every time I come back to that all the controls are so intuitive. I, I can remember what I need to do and where I need to go. Um, I just treat myself to the Amplified DLC as well. So that's why I'm in it again. Because like I get some new stuff, but I'm trying to do all the daily challenges and all zones modes. And it's just like, it's just so, you can do it in 15 minutes, hop around your little dungeon, yeah. dance to some music. All of the soundtracks are kind of like, um, they shift and change with each character you have. So it's never like you're listening to the same thing over and over because it gets a new version added every time you play as a new character. I just, I think it's just amazing. 
playing and yeah. you can play it co-op as well like I just I love it it's my relaxing game even though it is just like loads of skeletons running at you and the music going da, da. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I love it yeah we well, are really good at it as well yeah so it, uh, which I think you know helps not enough I haven't got the all yeah. I haven't, got, I haven't got, yet? I haven't got the daily challenge one yet oh my god I did my all zones mode as melody the other day Ugh, players look up to the necrodancer will relate I, I did all zones mode and I just bought amplified so instead of it being an all zones which is four zones mode it was five zones managed to make it through I had a potion I had the, the ring of wonder oh my god I, I was doing so well and I got to the end I got to the necro dancer and I died to the stupid trick trap walls because oh, they, they close the trick in trap walls. they close in Come so on. I was doing great I was killing everything necro dancer was nearly dead two hearts left walls closed in and squashed me there was a big like there was a big skull in the middle that just I couldn't couldn't hit it wouldn't it wouldn't be damaged unbelievable and i uh and i failed and i was like <laughs> I, I was like i've been playing this for for three weeks now doing this one challenge is like my little here and there thing and i was like i'm gonna have to turn it off but i'll be back tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys for this one it was hard for me because there's two games that i genuinely have played over and over again on ps4 um and even now, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I, I, without remembering what the rest of the categories are, I don't know whether it's better to save one for a later category. Ooh. Is there a category of just like best PS4 game ever? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole roundup. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I'm, you have to choose. Uh, yeah. You have to choose. You must decide. Okay, then I... Uh, She's going to say Bloodborne. Yeah, I know. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so what was it up against? It was up against Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy because yeah. I've played those three games just over and over again. Like, Ash, even when I went to your house where we had a little sleepover yeah. before we went on a work trip, I played Crash Bandicoot 2 whilst you were getting pizza or something. Yeah. Like, um, So like those I genuinely can play over and over again and you can do time trials and this, that and the other. But Bloodborne, um, I think because I... In terms of like a, a game that you invest loads of hours into, it's my most played game on PS4. Um... And it's because I have genuinely played it. I think I've been on like new game plus plus and yeah. things like that because I just have my hunter. It's been my same hunter throughout, but my hunter's gone into other people's worlds who have been early in the game and I've helped friends progress through areas and things like that. I've played it myself. I played it on new game plus to then help Rob play through it from the beginning and things like that. Um, and I have just played it so, so, so many times. And even still I'm finding secrets and things I never knew about it. I watched um, a Twitch streamer called Kevin Scully and he did a brilliant uh, series called One Night in Yarnum, mm. where he basically played it from the beginning and he finished the game without dying. Um, wow. And it was fantastic to see him, like someone who knows the game through and through. He knew all the shortcuts, all the best um, tactics to use. He knew, like, you know, there are some optional bosses and mm -hmm. things like that. So he didn't do every single little boss, but he knew which ones to, that you could tackle in order just to get to the end of the game and stuff. It was so fantastic. And that's the thing. This is coming, like, I've played this again and again and again. I know all this stuff, but I just love watching people play it as well. Mm. Um I'm just here talking about Bloodborne. Yeah. Bloodborne's fantastic, <laughs> if I haven't said it enough. Um, but yeah, that is just such a replayable game because not only is it just fantastic, but to revisit the worlds, like I said, there are secrets you can find, there are different weapons you can try. Um, there is, you can try and do things quicker. There are different endings. So, you know, you could just do a safe state and then be like, oh, here we go. I'm going to pick the other ending now. Or you could 
genuinely replay it again find all the uh, umbilical cords that you need for the the extended ending let's say and things like that so i just think it's just a wonderful game just to always just just play it again because it's just so good <laughs> it's just so good <laughs> It is good. It is good. It's it is a good really game. good. Yeah. Could every category just be blood blood bomb? Because blood bomb could even be the most beautiful game. Because it's a stunning game. It could be. It fits in all of these. Blood bomb's my favourite art book that I've got. So yeah. well, like, you didn't mention it, Rosie. <laughs> no, I know that's because I'm trying to like you know one per <laughs> category. I'm trying to do Don't one per cast. category. <sighs> but my, I think my vote is not a game that I've actually replayed the most. Um, and I will. I think probably the game I that I did just replay the most was like GT Sport mm. just you were mm. talking about that kind of relaxing thing and it's just that time trial thing in my car round and round put some music on and drift away mm. and just the watch very tiny little tiny little wins little shaving little milliseconds off just really zen um, and I thought about these aren't true for me but I wondered if you guys might say like a sort of an Until Dawn or a Dark Pictures Anthology or I thought about um, uh, Detroit mm. Become Human, um, but my actual answer is XCOM 2, which I also adore. Um, I think it's fantastic, and it's just built to be replayed because it's based on, you know, like dice rolls, basically. Like, the no combat encounter is the same. Um, you can do everything right and still lose, which is which can be frustrating, I guess, but also it's kind of fun. I love that you can just customize your characters and I'm not a character customizing person, but just giving them names and giving them the names of people I know and sending them into situations and seeing what happens and, or even just, even if you don't give them names, it's like, um, just unfolding their story. Like someone being an unlikely hero, you know, when your best team member has missed like three times and you need this one team member who's usually rubbish to come through and they do it and it's like oh my god that was amazing like you've saved the battle um it's just incredible and there's so much to it the whole kind of it's there's all the little battles but then there's this sort of board game element in the in which where you're it's you know it's base management which isn't my favorite thing but also like it's built into the game so well and it's i think it's really um good fun and again the decisions you make affect everything. You can make a different decision every time. Little nuanced decisions. I've never finished the game. It's vast. I'm not very good at it, but I really love it. And I think because every every time is different, um, it's I mean it's just built to be replayed forever. And, yeah. And it's yeah, that's my shout. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like again, I feel like we've all got three choices that are quite personal as well. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to pick. Um, I don't know if we should pick. Maybe we should just say our own, and we can let like the commenters pick. Or maybe we shouldn't. Ash, it's your for- it's your format. But we're like, going to have to have a final list, though, aren't we? Yeah, Dave. Because it, yeah, it's difficult because Rosie and I haven't played Crypt of the Necrodancer, and you yeah. guys haven't really played XCOM Two. No, we have all played Bloodborne, and it is amazing. Well, then maybe yeah. we should all just say Bloodborne. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that is our default pick here. I mean, yeah, I had, did actually replay it to yeah. get the platinum. Yeah. So I've played it through once 
very quickly because I just couldn't stop very playing quickly. it. Very quickly. I was like, oh, I got to carry on. Right, so that was my that was my Crypt of the Necro Dancer just with, because uh, that's very time-based, isn't it, as well? Mm. Just without the music, it's just like, ooh, jump, dodge, ooh, <laughs> ooh, skeleton comes at you. Like, that's, yeah. that's Bloodborne. So uh, uh, let's move on to our next one as well. So we've got three more categories. The next one is the best story, which is why I was saying Bloodborne could fit in as well, because it's crazy. Now, I'm going to say The Last of Us, part two. Whoa! Ooh. Yeah, definitely great. Amazing. I love The Last of Us part Amazing. two. It's my favourite Last of Us media. Um, it's one of my favourite games ever that I played it had the most profound effect on me. I think it's gorgeous. I think the story beats it hits are shocking and revelatory. Yeah. And the spiral of hate that they talk about, where if the first game was hope, this one is hate. I just love all the repercussions of it. And I love the different characters that come into it as well. I just, The Last of Us Part 2 is, is ooh, chef's kiss. I yeah. think The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2 are one long story. Like that is the best story to yeah, me is that they go together. But if I had to pick out the two, I would mm-hmm. pick the second one. Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean whoopsie I mean I totally agree it's, it's, it's a, just The um, Last of Us is so good the first I know I know it's um, but, it, but I don't know I totally agree it's, but The Last of Us was a PS3 game there was of course yeah remastered with came, out, came to PS4 remastered but um, The Last of Us Part 2 is just absolutely incredible mm. so hard hitting so difficult I mean like just the the content mm. but you know like so challenging but like amazing really beautiful horrible mm. I love just the mechanics in the game yeah. I'm big on my mechanics and it's just everything you do in that game is just so well yeah. made I got got so bad by the marketing as well like really? the, the oh my god what is the line where it's like you're not gonna do this on your own and right. then oh my god do you remember that do you yeah. remember the tricksy trick they played oh my god when it happened I was like yeah. So yeah, I just I think we can't it's so say clever. too much just yeah. in case. But exactly. yeah, I know, I know. Like it's it's just unbelievable. I just mm. thought that that as part of the narrative, like in a meta way as well. I was like, naughty dog, you I are think... naughty. <laughs> also, the way they choose to tell that story. Yeah, you know, it's slightly unusual, different perspectives, the kind of um, time shifts, or you know, you sometimes you go back into like a memory and and live out like a, just a little scene. Um, it's just it's just a masterclass in storytelling yeah, for sure i think and now name one better i dare yeah. you i dare you rosie you do it uh well i was thinking um i was thinking just for a personal one for me it was really hard but i'm trying to go i'm gonna go for the one that is like on ps4 not ps4 and then had a ps5 release mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say yakuza zero okay um because it's two well not only is it one story it's two stories which are absolutely fantastic so brilliantly written you're constantly hooked on both tales uh for kiryu and majima and especially like just majima's in specific like specifically i just remember playing it and thinking oh my god majima's story in this game is fantastic Mm -hmm. because remember this is a prequel to the characters who we know today like you know majima especially i know majima you know about you fancy majima like but he's very much seen as like the the crazy like um very like it's eccentric sort of being but this is all pre the first Yakuza game so this is him actually you know being a bit more 
not so bold um, and charismatic. His origin story. Yeah, sort of like that as well. And um, what the what him and Kiryu go through when they're both sort of entering the the Yakuza world and things like that. It's just fantastic seeing both of these stories progress. Um, and even if, and I think it's brilliant as well because I know so many people who have played this game with knowledge of the Yakuza series, but then also somewhere this is the first installment, and everyone has said, "Oh my god, I love these stories and I love these characters." So you can play it like with knowledge or without knowledge. So I just think <laughs> that they're just they're just so good. The the two stories that go through they're fantastic, and also the game's just fantastic in general. Great choice, Rosie. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dave. What have you got now? Um, I'm not. I'm gonna have to shout out to. I'm not good at story. Story and like honestly, my answer is is the Last of Us <laughs> Part Two. That sounds like me can't read. Uh, like, me no read so good. Like I can't do story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do story. My point is that I guess I just really gravitate towards like mechanics in games. Yeah. I lo- like if, if a game has good mechanics, then I, I don't mind if the story if it doesn't even have a story you know like I'm just I enjoy like that mm. kind of stuff if a game has great mechanics and a good story like The Last of Us Part 2 my god amazing um, so I don't think I'm I'm qualified to have like a great opinion on this and these uh, but I have two and they're kind of both personal to me the first one I think would be Horizon Zero Dawn and it's not really about the story as much as it is the world building telling the story you know that environmental storytelling I think is just amazing um, I was really lucky to go to a preview event to Guerrilla Games in Amsterdam obviously before the game came Monkeys out my games uh, huh oh god <laughs> sake and um, I remember we just played like the opening I don't know two hours maybe and uh, I was having a great time wandering around I remember at some point I just like looked up and in the background on like a massive mountain you know there's a huge mechanical like tentacle uh, just like sort of flopped over like this mountain <laughs> mm. and I was I was literally like looking around at other people uh, you know in the in the preview like has everyone seen this like mm. it feels like I've discovered like is this the end like yeah. is this the end? secret ending there's a giant <laughs> robot everybody and it was uh, you know uh, the way that they have um destroyed our world and left like tiny little remnants and I I just was completely fascinated what is going on like it's kind of you know tribal sort of aesthetic like you know low level technology but there are machines shaped like animals I recognised I just found it completely fascinating mm. and, and following that story I really loved and I loved how much like the world was part of that story but my actual answer which is just kind of personal to me I think is um, I'm afraid to say Uncharted 4 Thieves End again because it's cheating because really it, you need all four games because they're all part of the story. And the reason I loved it is because it was wrapping up that story and it felt really nostalgic to me because I had been on that journey with those characters since since PS3 and my kind of like career was kind of mapped on that a little bit. It felt like a whole period of my life had been sort of mapped out by those games. And mm-hmm. so it made me really nostalgic. It made me really think about my past few years, where I had come from, what I had done, the people I'd been with, as well as just those characters. And I think um, those stories are so accessible and 
easy you know they just tell you the story it is that again it's that matinee cinema thing like it's just like sitting down with some popcorn and just like i'm going to tell you a story you don't have to think that hard there's not too many characters to worry about there's not too many subplots or anything it's just like a good story and like i think that's what i like <laughs> that's it's what got i like in it's it. just like a good I, I didn't have to make any decisions i didn't have to decide what character i was if i was good or bad i was just nathan drake with his friends going on these adventures and like that coming to an end um just felt really special to me and really poignant the fact that it was also you know a wonderful amazing game as i said really helped mm. yeah Nice. So there you go. Oh my goodness. Right. Well, for our next two categories, we are going to have to speed up, I will say. But we need to select our favourite from this one first. Wait, okay. Dave, which are you going with the story? Is it you doing Horizon or Uncharted 4 for your... I'll go Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. Okay. Uncharted has already won a category, unfortunately. It has, I know. So you have to go for Horizon. Okay, if that's the rule, then I'll do yeah. it. If I had to pick, like, I think... I still think Uncharted 4 is the best looking yeah. game, so... Um, so best story I haven't played Yakuza so that's quite hard to I know that's, on, I had a it? feeling that would be the case so and I think we're all probably going to say The Last of Us Part 2 it aren't we it is good it is good I'm going to say that yeah, it, yeah. 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 I was like just thinking about it I was like it's, it's yeah. the story it's, it's about just bringing them up and celebrating them though in it more yeah. than the final exactly pick. yeah, yeah. yeah the, I, we, we're going to end up with a really tight list of great exclusives because like they are amazing they are amazing like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, our next category we've got is co-op though so I think that opens it up a little yeah, bit yeah this is a really good this is a really good category mm. this will be interesting what have you got Dose Cuphead again because we have played Cuphead together we, we have, we, have. we need to carry on playing we it as do. well um, God, I've played so many um, just co-op games on PS4, but one that I think uh, it came out on PS5 as well. But it's just, I, I think from the developers as well, you you just got to slide them in somewhere. But I'm going to say it takes two. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine each of us would at least put it in the top three co-op yeah. games. Yeah, like I it, takes two, say it takes two or a way out. Um, but a way out was going to be what, the one I threw in there. Yeah, yeah but, they're, but they're just, fan- like it takes two as well. It's just fantastic. I played it with my friend and we were both just having a great time, not only with the story, but also the world and the, the characters you interact with and also the mini games that you play as well. Like we're fully replaying them again and again. Uh Especially like you know, Connect Four and things like yeah. that. Chess. I mean, I played that with you, Ash, and we all know how that went. Yeah, in my favour. <laughs> well, was it, well, Connect Four was in A Way Out because again, I think I've played A Way Out twice, mm. and I remember literally there's a scene where you're in the hospital and you should go see your wife who has just given birth to a child. But me and my mate Liam were just playing Connect Four for I think a good hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing just wheelchair like, balancing because I played it with my dad and we were doing wheelchair yeah, balancing, wheelchair balancing for, but for literally hours. <laughs> the hoop toss was one that got us at the farm on a way out. Yeah. Like, we were doing hoop toss and, and we used to just load up the game, go to hoop toss, play it and then we'd be like, okay, we'll do some more story another day. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, like, we'll, save, we'll save hoop toss so we can do it a few times. Uh, but I will say it takes two. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great shout. The mini games, woo, sublime. Yeah, it's and it's, I don't know, this feels like mean to say to other co-op games, but it's like, it's really long. It's <laughs> yeah. like a really, mm. it's like a full game. And you each know? world's got like so many, like a huge variety of games you can play within yeah. each world and stuff. And, um, you know, they put you in different scenarios and you have different tools and things to help you out as well for both characters. Mm. So it really is like, yeah. they got all in with it and it's, it shows and it's fantastic. It does take two. I'm going to say something um, that you wouldn't expect me to say probably, which, uh, 
is uh, Man of Medan, which I did That's play. That's an interesting pick from the Dark Pictures anthology as well. Well, it's because it's the one I have actually played ah. cooperatively ah, okay. and really the only one I've played. So uh, Rosie and I played it at an event. We only played a bit of it, but I really enjoyed that. And the, the thing that I really enjoy about this cooperatively is that you know you're playing with, if you play it this way, you can play it many different ways. But the way we played it was we were playing together but we were in different rooms and we couldn't communicate mm. so mm. that kind of pure version so i knew that rosie was playing she knew that i was playing i didn't know what choices she was making what choices she was being given she didn't know what choices i was playing or what i was being given and i then played the whole game cooperatively uh, my girlfriend and i played it with two other friends who were in their house somewhere else in the uk Ooh. and it was Spooky. and i think that that mechanic of not of knowing they're playing but not knowing what they're doing or what choices they're even being offered yeah it's, it's like so compelling and interesting and, and good i was gonna say i love the the moments where because especially when you first meet the characters because i remember when we played it i think you had a character who was you know a bit more sassy a bit confident and i remember you responded to me in quite a sassy way and i remember right. thinking like dave like <laughs> i'm just trying to be nice here and then um because obviously we weren't communicating with each other so i was still trying to be nice but like replaying it again there are other re very replayable games but replaying it and then doing it from the other angle which i played with my mate i saw the options that your character had and i was just like oh wow i can see yeah. why dave you know went for that response which to me was just like oh you're being a bit sassy aren't you yeah. like <laughs> but it was actually like no yeah that's very fair you went for that response yeah. so I think yeah I just think it's really clever it's mm. really clever and I, I don't think I've had another co-op experience like it where you can make so much so much so many choices and they can make such a difference and not knowing if you if it's the first time you've played the game which is the first and only time I've played that game you know I didn't know I don't know what, what they were being offered I had no context so I was just you just have to face the story even though you know that someone is rolling the dice in the background and making choices like you just have to face it for the first mm. time I found that really like compelling and good did you have those great. moments where like let's say a character tragically dies and then you immediately go on your messages you're not like you're in different rooms right. but you go on your messages and you're like oh my god I'm sorry sorry da, 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 this that and the other so I missed the button prompt and this led to this Basically, I remember yeah. yeah I remember doing those a lot with those games yeah oh, they are really good House of Ashes is my favourite that's not I just that's my favourite <laughs> <laughs> yeah just I think that I think that embodies everything that I love about horror in it as well as just being an incredible game so absolutely you should play House of Ashes yeah Semper Fi brother Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have put another little pixel art because I just love pixel art games, um, which I, probably is also something I don't talk about on the channel that much because I'm always talking about horror. But I love pixel art games um, of all forms. Towerfall Ascension oh. is my favourite. Oh. I didn't even know there was a co-op mode. You guys didn't tell me there was a co-op mode. I was literally just going to say, is there a co-op mode? Yeah, I found it this weekend because I was clicking on games. I was like, oh, I was with Sam, and I was like, okay, sh shall we just have a little versus match I'll show you this because you haven't played it before and as we loaded it up I was like wait the menu says co-op <laughs> as well as versus <laughs> what and then it's basically uh, you just team up to fight like waves of enemies together so it's right. really simple it's not like um, super complex or anything it's just it's just playing Towerfall Ascension but together against monsters mm. and I really enjoyed it it was really good did you have ghost mode on no we didn't have ghost stupid mode stupid ghost mode because you have to resurrect each other so. I'd be the best at Towerfall Ascension if there yeah. weren't ghosts yeah. the ghosts get me I love putting ghost mode on for the versus one but they have bosses as well and the bosses have different like mechanics too so Ooh. it's uh, it is really fun really I like good. it when I'm a ghost I just don't like it when anyone else is a ghost I'm still on the ghost the panic sorry. that goes yeah. through your heart <laughs> yeah I mean that game is amazing by the yeah. way just to 
confirm. I have not played it cooperatively, so yeah. I did. I didn't know either, but I can imagine because like versus mode so good. Yeah, as a local, like not as co-op, but playing with players because I guess it's not co-op if you're versus, but like yeah, as a local, a local co-op game that you play competitively. Yeah, the versus is great as well. Oh my god, I just remembered Rocket League. My actual answer is Rocket League. Ah, okay. Oh. Me and Rob played so much Rocket League. It's so fun. Oh. Okay. Well, so we've good. got we let's 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 round one up as the best and. I think my vote would go to you for the dark pictures stuff just because I do, uh, you know, you've appealed to my... I've appealed, You've yeah. appealed to my senses there. Um, oh, I'd still say it takes two. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I forgot that that was the answer you said. You've appealed? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> All I said was it takes two and you're like, yeah. you've done it. <laughs> yeah, it is takes two actually, isn't it's it? It takes two. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I've got is unique game mechanic. And again, we do need to like just get through to the, the comments next. So we're just going to go for a real quick one. Um, I've gone for Life is Strange. Okay. And that's a very good pick. I love an episodic narrative. I love a branching narrative. And this one, you can rewind time in it. And it's so simple, but such a unique thing to do. And it makes that game so good. And being able to like undo your choices as part of the game rather than save scumming. I'm like, oh, that feels so nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like. Fair. With this one, I because there's so many games that have got brilliant game mechanics, but... Like I can only think, you know, when you get one in your head and then you just can't take it out. So I'm yeah. just gonna have to say it is a Ghost Trick Phantom Detective because yeah. it's got a really brilliant mechanic where you know you're dead, but you can travel between inanimate inanimate objects. That's how you say inanimate it. Inanimate objects, inanimate, yeah. yeah. They um, don't animate. <laughs> well, you can. Well, so you can go between inanimate objects, but you can <laughs> animate some of them to help you progress further in the puzzles to you help can. change can fate. You say it again, please. Inanimate. <laughs> In, it's getting worse. Inanimate. In, in, inanimate. Yes. Yeah. I like, in, I like inanimate. Like, um, in, na, I can't even say it. I like, he had a little nam in there, but it, sounded, it just sounded cute. Inanimate. 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 Yeah. Inanimate. You got it, Rosie. Inanimate. So, yes. Ghost Trick, Phantom yeah. Detective. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, you know, Life is Strange is a great shout as well, but I just can't get this game out of my head because of how much I love the game mechanic of yeah. solving puzzles but you're limited to space and um, and seeing like you know doing things and it has consequences and effects to help the puzzles and stuff like that it's just a really great game yeah it looks really good ironically this is the this is this is my category I could talk the most about this one but yeah. uh, I've got two games um, one I think you'd really love Ash I don't think you guys have played either of them you will have definitely heard of me talk about one or both Ash you really should play Return of the Obra Dinn. <gasps> it's on my list. Just get it oh, played. Yes. Come on. Now you've said it, that's going to bump it up because I do really want to play it. That mm. is so good and the mechanic is amazing. I heard about it from Elle, you know, from PlayStation Access. I heard about it from Elle from yeah. PlayStation Access and she was right. Yeah. It's Elle fantastic. Was, Elle was very right with that. As soon as she played it, she was just like, guys, you have to play this. I have to do a video on this. Yeah. And then all of us have just been like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well if done, you, Elle. If you don't know, um, you're basically... I won't say exactly what you are, even though I think it's hilarious. You're basically like a detective. A, a ship returns to port. All the crew are gone. And your job is to um, figure out what happened to them. And you do that by way of like a magic pocket watch you have mm. that lets you reveal the last moments of each crew member. Um, and you have to... It's like a logic puzzle. You have to decipher because of where they were and what they're saying and what's happening. And you've got a crew manifest. You've got to work it all out. Um, it's really, really brilliant. It's a really interesting aesthetic and the mechanic is super cool and I really think you'd like it. Um, and But my actual favourite is uh, Outer Wilds, mm. which is just like... It's just one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's incredible. And it's built around this central mechanic is that you... 
every something like every 21 minutes you die and you go back to the start of the game obviously you the human you and actually you in the game have the knowledge of everything that you uh learned in those 21 minutes but you're on a you're in a little solar system and you are trying to figure out why uh, the the star in that solar system keeps exploding every 21 minutes that's what kills you and you can go anywhere in this solar system you have a little spaceship it's all physics amazing physics puzzles the story is all just in found in the world your your objectives are kind of your own like it gives you hints and things but it never is just like now go here there's never like a hud marker unless you turn it on or you know if you say i want to find i want to go to this thing you can put a waypoint but it never tells you you know like you find it in there yeah it's just unbelievable it's an absolutely unbelievable game and it's it's so clever i've never played anything like it mm. and um that's my that's my pick Ooh, I get it hard. It's a hard category. It's a hard category. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to pick from that. No. I would probably, when you said Life is Strange, because I do love the rewind mm. mechanic. And I think that like, you know, it's just really fun. And I remember playing that and being like, like you say, you do something, you're like, oh, can I? But then there was also a limit to the mechanic. You can only re rewind so far mm. and stuff. So I think that like, and also it's just a really good narrative story mm. as well. So I would probably say final pick, I'd probably go Life is Strange. But to be fair, I haven't played Outer Wilds, but I've heard many good stories about it. So It looks... Well, we we played a little bit of it in the Games Meister. You did, yeah. Uh, or who's, those people did, those Games Meisters did. That doesn't count, though. Those Games Meisters, yeah. That yeah. doesn't count. No, that's the only bit that I did. And you also, did a very specific I'm not even, thing. I'm not even sure that you guys would necessarily like Outer Wilds. I think you'd love Return of the Oberdin. Mm. Mm. Um but I just think it's I think it's amazing. For yeah. me, it's like perfect. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know what? Let's leave that one open because I do think again that, that that's just a bunch of games. Uh, Life is Strange is probably the only one that we have a, a double vote on. So for the sake of for the sake of having a list, we've got for most beautiful game, we've got Uncharted. For the most replayable, we've got Bloodborne. For the best story. Last of Us Part 2. Thank Last you. Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> for co-op, it's It Takes Two. And the unique game mechanic is... Life is strange. Oh, I just no, it's open. You said you said leave it open. Yeah, just thought as well. Could have done Final Fantasy VII remake for game no. mechanic as well oh, because that did a really could good turn-based mechanic with. Oh, oh, I should have gone with that one. No. So many good games. It's so I told hard you, to I do this. Again, it's impossible. Me with quizzes, I get one idea in my head and then nothing else pops in. I was yeah. like, well, oh, I know that uh, feeling. I know that feeling. Right. Well, let's round it up because we are going on, and this is one thing I don't like. It's going on. So here we go. <laughs> Comments of the week. Little sting. Yeah. You love going on. I do. You're always going on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lie. It's a fair face lie. <sighs> There's one thing I love more than going on. It's a little lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, okay, do your song then. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for comments of the week. week. You thought about screwing me over again, no, didn't you? No, I'm, it's no, I'm never, I'm never trying to screw you over. <laughs> I'm trying to get a grasp on how to sing every time. It confuses my I small set a very brain. clear tempo, and you're always just a little bit, but you're like, it's because I'm, I'm like, is Rosie going to go? Am I, I know. Gonna go? I did a little point at the finger, being like, it's you. Like on my lap, I was just like, go on. Okay. Well, we did it. Yeah, we did it. Everyone. Dave's time. pride's intact. So. <laughs> so, comments of the week this week. Alex, our lovely community coordinator, has scooped up lots of PlayStation 4 relevant games. So, we've got one from Gopnik. Um, game comments, I should say. Yeah. Got one from Gopnik saying, 
Bloodborne. I specifically brought a PS4 just so I can play but 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 just so I can play Bloodborne best decision of my life I was very late to PlayStation Party late but fashionably so because Bloodborne is amazing yeah I was also late to, to PlayStation 4 generation and the joy I got from going back and playing mm. so many of them oh yeah, so good. I'm sort of jealous of people who arrive late yeah. because it's like, right, let me write you a list. Yeah, the library's there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Like, everything's a banger. I feel like that about people who come new to horror movies. Like when right. they come to me and they're like, oh, can you give me some recommendations? I haven't really seen many. I'm like, whoo-hoo. Yes, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many to enjoy. Um, we've got one from DJ Resource who says, Cuphead is one of the best games ever made. Glad it's on PS4. At last, getting copy this weekend. Yeah. Nice. See, I'm loving these comments. My, my people uh, yeah, yeah. it's just my Rosie's friends, friends. my this? friends are all here <laughs> we got Deepak Diodath Baz Deo who says I only got my PS4 in 2019 and while I have played and really enjoyed God of War Horizon Zero Dawn and Marvel Spider-Man among other awesome titles I got them after Onrush which is the first platinum I ever got never bothered trophy hunting in the PS3 days Onrush yeah a game I I've played about in a long time Devlin Burgess says Ghost of Tsushima or Alien Isolation or maybe Marvel Spider-Man. It changes on the day. We didn't mention Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation, so fantastic. Brilliant mechanic. What a great looking game as well. Gorgeous game, brilliant mechanic. Good story. Good story. Can't play it cooperatively. No. No. There we go. Unless you pass the pad, but... (laughs) I can't play it at all, so um, (laughs) there is that. It's not getting my vote, but yeah, I know. Amazing. Uh, Machark007, no, just single 07. Machark07 says, wanted to give a shout out to Life is Strange for the PS4 while not my favourite game it affected me more than any other game ever has somehow and that needs to be applauded what is your favourite game then yeah <laughs> I'm not going to tell you uh, <laughs> uh, that is my secret and my secret yeah. that is you know high praise indeed though yeah it is it is a beautiful story strange story life yeah. is strange like life yeah I remember like it, it was one of those situations where every episode because you do it from episodes but every episode has that brilliant ending where you're fully just like like it was over a twist or something happened. You was like, yeah. and then like you can't <laughs> wait. Uh, and you're fully just like, you know, you have to play the next episode immediately after that because of how it finished and how the, it all led up to the point of finishing that specific episode. Well, yeah. it was originally uh, released episodically. It was, it? yeah. So you would have been screwed. You would have been like, I gotta wait for the next episode. Yeah, literally. I, I mean, I was very lucky that when I played it, they were already there, so it was just like hopping straight back into the next one. But I can yeah. only imagine the hype from having to wait after each episode oh ended. Oh my god, yeah. The Wolf Among Us! That was one that I came to late and like just mm. blasted through all the episodes and was like, "Whoa, I'm glad I didn't wait. Yeah. Like, I have to wait between all of these." It's a game I always meant to play. It's really I good. Played it. Really good. Mm. Another I really, really want to play one. it. I really want to play it. Just a narrative. God, we've been blessed, haven't we? Branching episodic games. Honestly, PS4. Oh, just, oh, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Uh, I've got one from Neem or Nime, excuse me for the pronunciation, saying Horizon Zero Dawn uh, as the favourite game. This was really hard. PS4 has so many amazing games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn really should have got more of a more of a mention in our, in our list, I think. Yeah. Also, like for best mechanic, again, just the combat, being able to shoot. I remember, again, the E3 where they revealed Horizon Zero Dawn and, and I... I was just blown away. They were actually, she was targeting bits of these like machines and taking pieces off and then like using the like disc launcher back on the Thunderjaw. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is 
I've never even conceived of like combat like this. I remember Amazing. the first time you hit like a weak point and it has the sound, especially when it's a, a big mechanical being and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> or something the because you're in slow incredible. motion in it as well. And you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. the slow motion. <laughs> so good. That's very good. You, yeah. know, you know exactly yeah. the sound I'm referring yeah, to. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Oh, uh, we've got one last comment, which is separate to our little PS4 roundup, which yeah. is from Press X to Dad, who said, um, in the lead up to the mightily successful Christmas maze, are we likely to be seeing any other group challenges next year? Like maybe a game centric escape room, an ash escape room, if you will. There's more, but I'm going to answer this first. You commented this on a Halloween video. You commented this on a Halloween video. Please. Why are you look so hard on that? That exists as well. That is a, that is a game-centric challenge week. Surely that's what... Surely they were like, oh, I'm loving this week. And okay. I've got Christmas Maze next. And then oh, what have I got? It just... Uh, in the lead-up to Christmas Maze. On the Halloween video. <laughs> Press X to Dad, please. <laughs> oh, but yes, maybe an escape room. An Ash escape room. I don't know but I feel like it needs to be one of you two now picking up the oh, I think you should just do another one the bucket I think you should do two weeks a year the amount the amount of comments I see when the people bucket. when people just want more of these like you know you've got Rob with the Christmas maze Ash with the Halloween spooktacular week and then so many people have been like I want Dave and Rosie to do one now yeah what Dave and Rosie's I'm yeah. like I'm fine thank you I see what hell it is for Ash and Rob <laughs> like I'm fine oh, I have an I, like if I was to do it I've got an idea but it depends I on I actually had a little idea as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness, we, got we got we got an idea so my idea is like in my head for you two is May the 4th 100% like oh, I think that's you, a good you're having like a little Star, Star Wars week or yeah. like a, just a week where you are a Star Wars man setting challenges I don't know that sounds good for me yeah yeah, yeah. I like and, it and Rosie just because we did the summer takeover like I could imagine you being like Rosie's summer fun house <laughs> <laughs> summer fun house yeah the be Rosie's beach getaway that yeah, we all have to do and my holiday getaway <laughs> yeah. uh, oh god no, no sand in the studio please yeah Oh, you're already, you're oh my god, some... that's a fantastic no idea. No sand. Well, if I do a little, you know, the little wooden borders that are supposed to keep the sand in, no. but you just get it on your feet and no. then spread it all over the place Definitely anyway. Definitely not, no. What if I get one of those foot already fountains? already baby food all over the floor. We don't need sand. baby food on the floor? No, when Ash made me Halloween. eat it. That was Halloween. Uh, it was uh, the stream after this one. Oh my god, I keep looking. It was commented on the first the first episode of they Halloween. I'm excited, Ash. They were I excited. hope you were. Press X to Dad, I'll read out your next comment if you tell me how excited you were for Halloween. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the the next bit of the comments is a further and irrelevant question. What character class do you think each of you would be in real life? Which I just think is a fun one. It is a fun one. Um oh man. Uh, it depends because it's like are you subclassing? What are kind you of game? What kind of game are we talking about yeah. here? Yeah. Like, see, I love being a big basher, like yeah. with a big sword and stuff, but I, d I don't see myself as a fighter or a brawler. Right. Like, I feel like I'm a rogue. Yeah, you're quite rogue. As in, like. I, that's always what I liked playing as, and I, lo I love, like, dex abilities as well, so. Yeah. I just, I, I would love to be sneaky. But then I'm quite sedentary as well, so I, I don't yeah. know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a bit of introspection here. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm quite it's, it's hard. Whereas rogues are quite. I don't live. think there's a game character for your kind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a game character for my kind either. Like, like yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. What's a lot of sitting? Um, yeah. What was that? What's a lot that? of sitting, video editing. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think. I think editing though, like. Not to be really cringy on main, but I think it's like it's like a modern type of magic, isn't it? Being able to use. Um, 
like computer technology to make something and craft something and put things together and like do like a, a piece of artwork I think there's something very magical about that so I think a wizard sort of class I think all creative skills are magical really yeah. like if, you, if you're going to go down that route you're right mm-hmm. like yeah definitely it is, it is very magical I could see you as a wizard uh, yeah I mean oh yeah I'm not against that I don't know why I, I was thinking really like yeah I'm thinking I'm not I, I would love to be able to use magic so I'll be yeah maybe I'm a bard oh yeah but so I was I thinking actually, you're the music man yeah you're bard yeah but I also I don't actually like performing in front of people unless it's like you know in a band that's I don't want to I'm not going to walk in yeah that's my bard thing ta <laughs> it's like a D&D character now it's like a bard who hates to perform the reluctant bard <laughs> <laughs> just wants to sit so quietly. many great stories I don't want to tell you yeah I want to see this adventure now I genuinely yeah. do oh, Rosie for you like just I don't know I know well I always like to go in as a fighter when I'm playing these games like you know I like having Mm. a sword and being able to attack and be like have good defense and stuff like that but in terms of real life Mm. I was probably thinking the bard angle just because ever since I was a kid I've always loved the opposite I've loved performing Um, all presenters are bards it's true like yeah yeah, like I think there's a bit of bard in every presenter yeah there's a bit of bard in in all of us look at us yeah (laughs) but apart from that like I don't know maybe the fact that Jester. Jester. Yeah, to be fair. I struggled not to say Jester. I am a fool. I am a fool, so maybe yeah, I'd be the Jester. I don't know. That's I not even a class, but I just like it. You're not a fool. I think you can play the fool. I can play the fool. You don't mind. You're quite comfortable to make a strange sound. I'm going to be like that scene in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when they pretend to be the dolls and then it's actually a distraction. I've not seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, I've heard it's really you, scary. I feel like we'd understand Rosie more with more Chitty Chitty Bang yeah. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say, isn't it? Wait, is that the one that's got of the lily of delight or is that no, that's, Mary, um, Poppins? Mary Poppins yeah that's Mary Poppins but this is one with the old bamboo the old that's bamboo it. everything is better with the old bamboo that's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah that's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> 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 oh, I really love the thought of American listeners like coming into Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> yeah. chat and be like what, what? what? oh my <laughs> goodness watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah. are, it does have scary spooky scary moments yeah, in yeah I thought, I thought mm. it did yeah yeah that can be quite dark. It's a flying car, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Flying car, and it's a boat car, It's, it's a, and Just it's a driving sorts. car. <laughs> it's Gigi, bang, bang. Yeah, <laughs> <Sold>. <laughs> yeah but I, to be honest, yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that people fit into them. There's this one character in Baldur's Gate 3 that you can find who talks to you and tells you all the ways that he's going to slot into the different character classes. So you have to have like 16 conversations with him. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll change into a bear. Maybe I'll be very thoughtful in this. And every time you're like, shut up. No, you're not. Shut up. And uh, (laughs) at the end, he's like, oh, I guess I'll multi-class or something. Because it's just, it's a nice little reflection that not everybody fits very neatly into into all these different categories of of person. No. And another excuse to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Play it now. Play it right now. Play it now. Play it now. There you go. I was going to think you're going for one more. <laughs> if you stop talking, I could go and play it now. Okay, well, let's go to the next section. So, do you have anything for before we go other than playing some Baldur's Gate 3 very shortly, Dave? Uh, I'll keep this short because I do want to go and play Baldur's Gate 3. I think... Honestly, the big thing that's happened to us recently is Halloween week. It was particularly big for you, Ash. Like you had to plan it all and make it all happen, which was amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was genuinely like so much fun. And I say this as someone who was very scared for a lot of it. Um, but uh, it's just great, isn't it? Like I suppose 
you know we have our working week and um and that's a lot of fun anyway but then something like halloween comes along and as a guest of halloween like it is a massive pleasure to just have someone like basically figure out this whole little format for you and just invite you in and you don't know what you're going to do you don't know what you're going to play um <laughs> don't know what you're going to eat you don't know what you're going to eat <laughs> i thought it was just like i had such a good time and i played games that i wouldn't ever usually have played um you're gonna be playing more stay at the house i am i genuinely not because i found it <laughs> i found it really really scary yeah. like really scary maybe if i played it on my own time um maybe but I just, I don't think I can, Matt. It's just like, it just... That was no, most I genuine. I, I don't think I can. I, really I don't think, think I've heard in a long time. I think I could play some more Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Mm. Uh, that's, I found that actually really just good fun. It mm. was scary, but you feel quite, I felt, you know, I was hamstrung. I couldn't shoot anybody, mm-hmm. but I feel like if I had like my full range of weapons I could do that but anyway like it's just it was just really really good fun I really want to play Killer Frequency Frequency now mm, I've seen yeah. loads of comments saying Killer Frequency and I suppose Great this isn't something outside of gaming but it feels like outside of it's it's like a really fun thing for Rosie and I and Rob to do yeah I always this get super excited from for our, it our jobs you know it feels like a treat it's like a special week it's hard work but it's like feels like loads it's loads of fun mm. speaking oh. of Halloween just one thing to slide in the end. Can we say big shout out to Wendy, aka <laughs> Big Wend, because <laughs> <The trucker> friend. <laughs> because after Halloween, literally on the Monday, she delivered a bunch of wonderful Krispy Kreme Halloween uh, themed donuts, which uh. were delivered to Ash, and then Ash shared them with the office, yeah. and it was just to say well done for, and rightfully so, well done for all your spooky fantasticness. She just loves being involved. She does honestly. She <laughs> no, she's she's done it. She has done it before a couple of times. She sent cupcakes to the office, like. Do you guys not remember? My mom sends you stuff quite often. No, I remember. Uh, and I'm looking I, genuinely, like, I genuinely don't. Have yeah. you, are you sure you tell us or do you just go there a cupcake? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. It's usually always at Halloween. She does like a little spooky mm. thing. She sent stuff for my birthday before to be like, give this to your office people. Yes, I remember oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. So so, nice. yeah she does. She just sends stuff in. Um, she's, she's a nice lady. She is. I should stop calling her big when. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm glad you guys really enjoyed Halloween. It is loads of fun to put together. It definitely is uh tricky sometimes mm-hmm. and especially because we've been super busy but like i love doing it and i love seeing everyone's reactions and like i don't know this year i felt was i don't know i just felt it just felt really good felt really nice like sometimes oh, the final episode was, was yeah. some of the most the, the hardest i've laughed at a long time yeah oh my god that last episode like the <laughs> the the, mu- the mushrooms the marshmallows in our mouths and yeah. the, the, the face jelly pain. the face jelly. pain the the pumpkin carving <laughs> oh my god just realizing like pick a vegetable or whatever yeah, <laughs> pick a vegetable. now pull this thing out of the hat like just realizing what was happening and that rob had a banana <laughs> with a rosie, had a, rosie had a wooden spork it was like oh my <laughs> god this is just genius like it, it was, was so genius. much fun oh, goodness it was well, really good fun hooray hooray did you do anything fun on halloween day itself um i just went for a drink with a friend oh which was not a very nice Scary i had a nice time i do you know i really do hate trick-or-treaters mm. because i'm just like what are you gonna get i don't know freaks me out <laughs> knock at the door i don't like a knock at the door at the best yeah. of times so i was it was just coincidence that i went for a drink with a friend but it meant that i was out until after the trick and trick-or-treating had finished yeah. so mm. Did you do anything fun for Halloween? Uh, I watched When Evil Lurks, which Ooh. is a horror movie that's 
very intense. Oh. Um, it's, Have you seen it before? Uh, no, it was, it was new. It came out on Shudder on the 27th of October um, and it was where I did a little watch along in Discord, which was nice. So like, I, had, I was watching it with some people and, and chatting with them and uh, we were all like, just like, ah, the whole way through because it's literally, it's so intense. It's one of the most violent and graphic things I've seen in ages, um, but not like in a, not like in a gross, gory way, in a, in like a shocking, tense way. It's like the uncut gems of horror. Right. Like, it's very just like tense the whole way through. It's about, um, it's a really complicated setup that puts you in a world without telling you all of the, the things that everybody knows. So, like, everybody is quite aware that demonic possession is a thing. Right. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but there's these people called Rotten who become, like, massive, um, gross inhabitors and they can be possessed by by a, a demon, basically. And if you do anything wrong or if you, if you dispatch of them in the wrong way, then the demonic possession can spread and affect other people. And it's about these people who do it wrong, basically, because they, they come to a house that hasn't had a cleaner come to dispatch of a body that's been there for a year. And it's super possessed, like super nasty and possessed. And um, they decide to just pick him up and drop him off in the middle of a field. And it escapes and yeah. like infects Ooh. the whole town basically. But it, like you can see it hopping from person to person and like how it affects them and goes into their mind and does things to them. And it's by the same director as Terrified, which is one of my favourite like scary movies. Um, just just really good, just really good, but very much like <gasps> like it, the, some of the some of the violent choices it makes are like woof. Not <laughs> it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was it was it was quite an intense one. I think I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. Well. That was what I did on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, just really like, really like uh, the terrified director. In case you're listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rosie, do you have anything to do? You uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Halloween, in all honesty, I got home, it was my turn to cook, so I cooked dinner, ate dinner, and then by that time I was like, oh, I'm tired. I might go to bed. <laughs> I'm scarily tired. <laughs> <laughs> But it was quite nice when I drove home to see some houses be like really decorated for trick or treaters and stuff. Yeah. And I just like I really like just seeing like the spirit of families and stuff like that being like, all excited for trick or treating and yeah. stuff like that. So, sure. uh, so that was really nice to see. But yeah, when it was, I came home, cooked, ate, and then I was just like, oh. And then we're just going to go chill in bed for a bit. And that is what I'm going to do now because it is the end of the podcast. So thank you both for your lovely contributions to our PlayStation 4 Ultimate kind of guide love you ps4 just talking about playstation 4 loving and all the other fun stuff that we have chatted about in this week's podcast so yes and thank you to all you guys at home for watching for listening catch up with us on the playstation access youtube channel if you'd like to see more from us in the meantime we'll be back in two weeks with another fresh hot playstation access podcast episode so yeah we'll see you then bye bye, bye. <laughs>